0: Out of the infinite choices you have, I'm honored you've decided to press play. With gratitude and humility, welcome to the Danny Green Show. All right, folks, we got a special guest in the building, world traveler, businessman, fitness guru, all-around, great guy, Tim Pupak. Welcome. Thank you, Danny. Tim, uh, I've been following your story... From a distance, kind of for the last two years or so, and it's been just amazing to see you get outside the comfort zone you do um you do you and I wanted to get you on just to kind of hear what it's been like the transformation that you've gone through over the last couple of years, and yeah, just get your story, man, get your thoughts on life that's yeah. what it's about
1: yeah it 's awesome
0: so take me to uh kind of your mindset what where, where where did this um idea germinate to go out and and really travel all around the world.
1: yeah well, I always like to tell people like this didn't happen overnight like it wasn't this like epiphany I had and I was like one day, boom, like this is like what I'm going to do. Um, and one of the other misconceptions that you know some people have, and especially if you know they don't know me or weren't like actively involved, but like that I was like running away. And you know, I've I've obviously done quite a bit of traveling, you know, really over this this last you know year and a half, like sixteen month span. And you know, a lot of the people that you know I had met, it's like they're they're traveling to like get away from something. But like that is that's not like what I was doing at all. If if anything, like I was kind of this like like abnormal traveler because like I loved my life before leaving like equally as much you know it it was as good as anything else and I uh, you know I I guess I can kind of start like within my career and and how that started and kind of you know what that ultimately like led up to but uh, you know I uh, obviously graduated college and you know, just like anyone else was looking for the right opportunity. And, you know, I didn't really know like what I wanted to do, but, uh, you know, I, I really just focused on my strengths in general. Mm. And I was like, I want to have a job that are going to like emphasize my strengths in general. And, you know, I'm a pretty like average dude, but I think the, the few things that separate, separate me in general from a strengths perspective is, is one that like, I have a, A pretty like passionate and like I'd say like happy like outlook on life. Yeah, and like for sure, passion is one of those things that is very like influential in general. So you know, kind of standard college job in general was was sales, but I knew that like there's no product, like there's nothing that like I really really cared about that like i felt like i needed so i I knew like my sales domain that i wanted to focus on was around like people Mm. because people you can you know capture their their hearts their needs their desires their their values and if you can you know maybe express some of the things that is really important to you and like show that vulnerability you are able to like kind of take that from them and like really like dive into like their thoughts and and you know, have them focus on, you know, that similar thing and like bringing that passion out, you know, from underneath them, or maybe not something that they've ever like talked about. Help them uncover stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I went into, uh, IT staffing, um, you know, essentially we partner up with fortune 500 companies, um, build relationships with managers all the way up to C level executives. And, you know, we find, uh, resources specifically within the technical field mm-hmm. um, and place them, you know, into organizations. Yeah, I've got such a, a big reward from it because I have placed people that are now managers and now are like hiring and using our company and organization, wow. um, you know, to find people. In it, and it's awesome to kind of like see that, uh, you know, life cycle.
0: So, yeah. So take me. So you're doing this. <laughs> you're killing it. You're doing a good job.
1: So, yeah. You know, one of the most like in, important things possible and you know, I, I interviewed for this, like right out of college. Actually, I was still in college while I had interviewed for it. And, you know, they're showing me the commission structure and they're kind of like breaking everything down for me. And I was like looking at them. And during my interview, I was like, if you're telling me this, if you're telling me I can make like this much money, it's like, I promise you I will retire in five years. Um, and now obviously, you know, kind of a, a long short story short, uh, on my fourth year anniversary, I had, you know, announced my Temporary sabbat, unpaid yeah. sabbatical, <laughs> um, and kind of you know put my money where my mouth was, and it was you know somewhat of a, a master plan, but I just knew I needed to execute on the goals that I you know kind of set day one. Yeah, you know I, I basically called it out like this is what's going to happen, and then you know I, I had the the finances in place. You know I had kind of this you know window of opportunity to to make it happen and you know, I realized the stars are never always going to align. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always going to be some things that you're going to be, you know, leaving behind. But I was like, this looks like the best window that I can get. You know, I had that opportunity and I was like, there's so many people that talk about things, but like, don't get it done. And I made sure to, like I said, jump through that window. And, yeah. um, you know, like I said, on, on my fourth year anniversary, I ended up leaving, spent about another week in Minneapolis. And then over the next 16 months, I was uh, traveling.
0: Well, what's going through your mind? Is there hesitation? Are you just pure excitement um, stepping into? Do you do you come up with like a master plan? I'll be gone with you know x amount of months, or is it just like we're gonna see where the road
1: takes? Bro? Yeah, no, no, great question. My plan was I was like I'm gonna do a year or until I go through my budget. And I always like to clarify as well is that I had a specific budget that does not mean my life savings. I right. wasn't going to like work my way dry and then come in with zero dollars and then like have to like start on my feet. So I had a, a specific budget for this. And, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, that were in kind of my era of working and had kind of the same seniority and, you know, maybe same like success. You know, they were out like buying cars or, you know, and I was like, nah, I'll never do that. It's my 2006 Corolla's you know, perfectly fine yeah, for me. Job done. So I was like, it's like, I'm going to buy a, a nice car. That was kind of my budget. But instead of buying a nice car, I was going to use that money to, to see how far it could take me. So from the bat, I was like, it's going to be a year or, you know, until my budget is gone. Um, and, you know, I ended up getting to that year mark and like my budget was like halfway through. And I was like, never mind i'm I'm going back on my word, I'm not going back yet I was like i need a, I need to go a little bit longer, yeah, so uh you know added a, a few more months to that uh month that trip and then uh you know after like I said about sixteen months i I made a call to to come back and and I'm as motivated as ever
0: what was the what would anything come to mind that like this most stressful time while traveling any occasions where you really had to step up and overcome something that made you grow?
1: I wasn't too stressed, you know, during this like 16 month period. Um, And one of the reasons for that is that I, I never really had like a timeline that I had to like abide to. Right. I think one of the reasons that we are so stressed in our environment at all times is because it's like, oh, you have to be there at Five o'clock. You have to to go up all this. You know you have to get there on time. You have to. You're required to do this throughout the day. But when you basically eliminate time as a factor, like st- it, your stress kind of completely eliminates. And let's just say you know, like I had missed a flight and a train, and I'm like, oh wait, like I don't have to be there. Like I am okay sitting at the airport for an extra six hours. And almost that thing that we would think is so stressful in our environment, like it didn't even phase me. I just like bathed in the, you know, the, the the silence and like the contentment with what, like, hey, I don't have to be there. Like, it's fine if I have to wait at the train station. It's fine if I sit at the airport and people watch, like what else would I be doing? Right. So I think as soon as I was able to like remove that sense of like time and obligation, obligation for yourself and obligation for others, like my life became pretty stress-free.
0: How do you hold on to that, uh, that, so you, you know, that, that peace, I guess. And now that you're back in, you know, the, the, I don't want to call it the grind, but the routine of, of working. Are you, are you able to hold on to the peace?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Of course it's, it's not, as easy to hold on to it all the time because regardless of what comes up, there's like still like this uncontrollable thing where like e- we're emotional human beings, right? Where like in a, um, an emotion like carries over and affects our maybe like logical and rational thinking. But I, I like to always like go back to that. Like, I like to go back to that piece and just be like, it doesn't really matter. Like we are here to like, be on earth to like enjoy our life to like regardless of like how stressful or like how like big of an emotional response is it just like come back to the fact that like oh it's just a job oh it's just you know this is the way it's it's just people right and i I think like even like the biggest like things that like stressed me out like people not showing up on time or somebody bailing out of something that like you had planned for them. Like that was something that used to get me to like this like extreme level. Where I was like, Oh, that's so inconsiderate. That's so, you know, rude of you. And now I'm like, they have something going on in their yep. life. Yep. Right. Like, like what's it to me? Like, I'm going to be fine. Like, it's not going to be really dampering or affecting my life in general. Um, and I think, the fact that I can kind of go back to that peace. And I think that's a good, you know, uh, I guess a word to d- describe that overall feeling. And when you have peace for, you know, 16 months, it's, it's quite nice. And yeah. it's it's hard not to smile about it. <laughs> so what what were some of the, when you
0: think back on your, your 16 months traveling, like um, anything that sticks out, you just kind of teleport to? <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, it's like, I just did so much, and I guess maybe the the listeners, like, a brief outline. Yeah, yeah, give give us the outline. Yeah, so I I went about a month and a half road tripping across the United States. I think I spent, out of that month and a half, I spent two nights, like, where I actually had to pay for stay, because I was basically visiting friends from around the country, and I did this, like, whole loop from, like, the East Coast, down the East Coast, like, in atlanta um new orleans texas and then like into the mountains of colorado where i was there for like two weeks um and then you know basically after this like month and a half of of road tripping and like living pretty frugally you know visiting and connecting with like really really good friends of mine that i haven't seen or you know spent like actually time with in you know some of them years it was so awesome to see like how like much like just appreciation that like I had for these people and it's so amazing to like reconnect with people but like like even this it's like you know we haven't talked for a long time and now it's like this right here like the fact that we're doing like a podcast together it's it's awesome to do that mm-hmm. but that's like a thing that's it's a two way street right and like it takes effort to go visit people yep. so I'm I'm glad I had that freedom where I was like hey I want to put effort into these relationships because it's important to me right and it's to foster relationships and to continue them of course you don't need to talk to someone every day but like you need to be able to put a little bit of effort into them yep. um, so that was the first month and a half then I took uh, a flight from Chicago to um uh, ireland and then i was in and traveling europe for about three months and really the only thing that i had on my agenda was to like meet my cousin in bangkok over uh thanksgiving okay (laughs) so i i basically went like three months without any type of agenda and i was like all right at one point i'm gonna have to get to bangkok to go meet my cousin because it was the, the next person that i was you know meeting there so you know went around Europe and I, you know, one of the things I like to tell people as well is that when you're on vacation, it's like, go, go, go. And when I started the, the Europe trip, I was like, Ireland, London, Prague, Germany. And I like soonly realized as I was kind of getting like burnt out or overwhelmed by yeah. the quote unquote traveling, I was like, this isn't what makes like happiness and lack of stress. Like what I want to do is like live, and feel and see like how people in different countries are living so i went from spending you know two three days in a, a city to like spending five to, to seven days where you're really getting acquainted you understand the streets like how people live in general mm-hmm. um and I, like i said i think i needed to experience that go 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 for like a good three weeks for me to really like be able to sit back and like take in the rest of the trip right. and how I actually changed my philosophy on traveling from being a vacation to like, Hey, this is my life. Yep. You know, like I wasn't on vacation. Like this was my life. Like I was learning, I was experiencing because like it, it's, it's what I was doing. Right. Like I, I wasn't going to a job every single day. Like I was just wanting to like learn about different places and also like keeping you know, making sure that I had like some structure, right? Like I didn't want to be just like messing around and drinking at different pubs every day. Like I wanted to be, you know, working out. I wanted to be reading. I wanted to be journaling. I wanted to really be able to fully expose myself and also say yes to opportunities that I, that I wouldn't have and that I can kind of like circle back as as well. But so getting back on the timeline, three months in Europe, three months in Southeast Asia, some of that was maybe a little bit more <laughs> drinking oriented than I, I wanted the rest of my life to be. But I, I did have friends visiting, so we we definitely took advantage of the islands of Thailand, yeah. and, you know, parts of Cambodia. Um probably not the fun, of course, but probably not like the most uh thing that I would I would preach to people on, on doing. Um and then I ended up, you know, basically after seven months of like not being home, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm like ready to be home. And it's not just about traveling, right? It's not just about like seeing places to say I could see it, but like I wanted to do stuff that I love to do. So I ended up coming back to the United States, obviously had a big, you know, reunion with my, my family back home in Milwaukee. Um, you know, my, really my my family in, in Minnesota and, and, you know, my friends here, that's a, uh, are very important to me and then I ended up uh, driving out uh, out west and uh, to go see uh, Mitch Heupel and yeah you uh, know who you know who's living in Salt Lake City and I spent uh, a month snowboarding I think I went like 23 days out of like 30 days I was out there Damn. just just uh, you know on the mountains in Park City snowbird Crest Butte Beaver Creek Vale um, and you know I had visited some people and you know, was in in Moab. I was I went to go see a buddy that I had just met, and he's like a professional base jumper. And you know, we were just doing kind of all crazy like shenanigans. I ended up coming back to to Minnesota in March, and one of the other things that I wanted to do was like learn something new. So I was like kind of debating on like what I wanted to learn, and I realized I wanted it to be physical because, like, exercise and and fitness is a big, you know, important thing for me. I wanted to do something that I've never done before, and I don't have any experience. And my goal was to to learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu in 30 days. Um, So this was kind of like this, like, experiment. I have zero background within, like, wrestling, grappling, any type of martial arts. And I basically was convinced through one of my friends – or two of my friends to, to kind of take on this endeavor. They said I'd I'd really enjoy it. And I basically trained jiu-jitsu two to three times a day, you know, one to four hours a day of jiu-jitsu, Damn. journaling every like move I have, had done. I was also lifting um, on the side of it, you know, doing yoga. And my entire day was revolved around recovery, jiu-jitsu, weight training, eating and and more recovery, you know, absent salt baths, ice baths, you know, like laying in the snow, going into the sauna, I'm kind of doing some hot, cold contrast. Then, you know, I, Of course did not become a professional athlete but every single thing i had you know documented from like the time i woke up to the time i went to bed i made sure that you know i I had a checklist and i checked off you know things i needed to gallon of water a day you know making sure that i'm getting over you know four thousand calories a day making sure that i had some type of recovery making sure i had you know a plethora of vegetables and fruit every single day every single thing that i needed to like sustain 4 hours of exercise in physical physical exercise every day. Um so your body held up? Yeah, you know, by the end I was I was pretty trashed up and I had some nice gnarly bruises on my ribs, but uh I was able to to hang in there yeah and
0: Did you go through any times where you're like you you just like what's your self-talk? So you you're doing this grind. 30 days, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a ton. But when, you, when you're when you in the midst of it, that's a long time, dude. For, yeah. for like grinding day in, day out. what uh, how, how do you keep going?
1: I am a big believer on like accountability and also creating systems to keep yourself accountable. So like if I, you know, writing I think is a, a great thing about this. And what I really use like my blog for in general is like a way to set yourself accountable to the public. Mm. And even if one person reads it, or a hundred like it's the same to me like if i say like especially if i write it down on paper and i say i'm gonna do something there's no turning back for me and i've i've kind of always like lived my life like that it's like i'm either all in or or all out and i'm only gonna do things that like i'm like excited about and like i said i think a lot of people it's like we we talk about doing things but like don't just talk about it but like now do something. Keep yourself accountable, and you know my my word is 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 really like my bond in general. It's like if I say I'm gonna do it, if I write it down, like that's when I may go towards it. It happened with work. It happened with jujitsu. It happens kind of with with everything that I really set myself to, and I like I said, I, I think just like creating those systems is a way to go about that, and it's very effective for myself.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: You know, of course, it's like when you're when you're beat up and you you know don't feel good and your ribs are all bruised up and you have a big like bruise on your knee that's got fluid in it. Like, of course you don't feel like training, but you know what? That part of me, that of me like saying I'm gonna do this, like that's like the mental strength. And it's like, it's, it's you know one of the reasons that like fitness in, in general has been so important to me is that like, I realized like I can, you know, work out and get stronger. But, like, okay, how can I work out my brain like, how can I can get stronger mentally? So, like I said, this was just like a practice and an experiment that, like, I didn't have any question that I wouldn't be able to do. Of course, you know, I didn't become a professional. But, like, I can You're live... still doing it, though. But I can do it,
0: yeah. yeah. So, okay, so you wrap up the MMA. What's, what's the
1: next chapter? Yeah, where? yeah. So, then, uh, you know, one of my other buddies, Luke, he's a, he was a professional Ironman athlete. He did uh elk hunt with him. He's a... Very near and dear friend of mine, and he has a lot of a lot of like amazing strengths that I like really lo- look up to, and you know he's expressed that to me. A lot of like my strengths are completely different than him, um, but I was like, yeah, he, he was traveling a little bit, and like, hey, like we should we should meet up somewhere. So I ended up flying to to China, stayed in, in Shanghai for a minute, and then uh, met him in Japan. and okay. We spent. Uh, roughly a month traveling in Japan. And out of all the countries I had been to thus far, like Japan was by far the most (laughs) different. And I'm really glad that I had someone in Japan because it was so like incomprehensible and very hard to get answers to like the questions that we had. Mm. So one of the reasons that I'm glad that I had someone with me is because like we'd see you know this happening and we'd question it and we'd question it out loud and i i think if we didn't question it out loud like we wouldn't have made as many observations but i could talk to luke and be like like why is this happening and anything
0: come to mind oh my
1: goodness a million things i ended up writing a, a blog post on like i think it was like 35 mysteries of japan that we still don't have answers to but like their people are the furthest thing away from like western like mentality in general Mm. it's you know i could have taken a phone interview in the middle of an intersection with thousands of people around me and would have been okay to like take a phone interview because it was that quiet you didn't need any self-awareness to tell that you're an outlier um so yeah japan was a, a very very interesting place that
0: did you feel like welcomed
1: yeah i mean like it wasn't like a warm feeling because like for them, for you to speak with someone like, you know, from the Japanese culture, like they weren't like this, like Midwest or Minnesota, like nice people where they come up. Oh yeah. Let me, let me tell you like where to go. But like, once you'd be able to like break that like bridge or that, like maybe cultural difference, then they were the, like the most welcoming people alive. Mm. Like when we stayed in, um, you know like a japanese house and like they their service was so so exceptional that you almost like felt bad you're like like you don't have to like bow to me like it's fine like you're doing you're helping me out i'm not helping you out and they you know they bow to you you know a hundred times over and thank you for you know everything that you're bringing to them and like you're like i'm not doing anything like i'm just staying at your house thanks for letting me live here yeah (laughs) uh so yeah, very very different, and an amazing, an amazing group of people, and an amazing, beautiful, you know, peaceful country. But like I said, just so different than like our mentality. So what
0: what's your future? What do what are you, um, speaking into existence right now? What do you what are you working towards? Yeah,
1: you know, I, sometimes I like to to keep these you know a little bit more undercover, right? You don't want to like you know sometimes talk too much about it, but I mean things like this, right? Like I'm thinking, you know, I've taken away just so much from, you know, my traveling and just through this, you know, transformation. Like I said, it didn't happen over a day, but like right now, like if you ask me like today, like, are you as happy as you were, you know, five months ago when you were traveling? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I really am. And like every day and, you know, every year I always will reflect back on the year and I'm like, it's the best year of my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about 2019. I'm like, oh, this is the best year of my life. Now I'm in like 2020, I'm like, oh, it's the best year of my life. Like I'm just doing exactly and living exactly like how how I want. And, you know, of, of course, you know, working maybe isn't like as, as glamorous. And I, I think I, I could use a little bit more more free time right now just because I have been so busy in general. Yep. But like it, it's things that I want to do. It's things that like gets me out of bed. Like there's no time that I'm like, oh, dragging my day. Like I'm not, I'm not ready to do this. Yeah, you know, there's every once in a while times that I'm like that, but like we're going to die. And you know what? Like I say this and some people freak out when I say it, but like today is as good of a day to die as any. Right. Like it's going to happen. Like I'm not scared of it, but if you have that reminder of death, like you're going to be happy with whatever you're doing and the presence that you experience while traveling is such an amazing thing because like you're you're there you're feeling it you're able to see it you're able to like just like live that feeling and when people like ask me about their travel or my travels in general it's like i was able i am able to like walk you down by memory the streets of barcelona Mm. Right. I can tell you everything that happened in Florence, Italy and exactly where we stayed in in Chiang Mai, Thailand or or Vietnam. And like I, I just have such a vivid memory of everything because I was just so present throughout that entire state. Right. Like I wasn't worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or that I have to leave that. Like I was just able to like soak it in. And I think that's like the biggest like takeaway. And I don't want that to sound like some like hippie, you know bullshit but like i was so present because i wasn't worried about like what's going to happen next
0: well tim i always want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show man it was a pleasure to hear about it and uh dude you got a lot going on i love the energy (laughs) dude i love it um anything i didn't ask that you want to share
1: you know i I can probably just like leave it off like this is like this was like my plan right? Like this was like important to me, you know, it was my why and my purpose and like really like what was driving me in general. But like that doesn't have to be for everyone. And how I lived at sometimes like, you know, after Japan, we took a cruise across the uh, Pacific Ocean for 14 days and then we road tripped in a van and lived off beets and beans. And I fasted for five days in a van while you know, going to Idaho and Yellowstone National Park. And like, there's so many people that'd be like, wow, that sounds awful. Mm -hmm. That just sounds miserable. But like, that was as cool as any other day that I had in the beaches of Vietnam. Like, that was just as cool to me. So regardless of like, you know, I, I don't ever like to tell people like, this is what you should do because like, that was just like what I wanted to do. And that sounds terrible to a lot of people so it's like just find something that like gets you out of bed gets you like super pumped up gets you excited about it and then just like do that and live that and also it's like work towards the stuff that you want to do i'm not here today to like tell people like this is the right way it's just like this is what i did and it's like find your passion you know do things that work with your strengths and like just go get go get it you know be accountable do what you say you're going to do and it's like if you don't know what it is keep writing it down keep testing different things on like what's of interest to you and like once you feel that fire and like you're just juked up about the day like that's you're on the right path
0: money money i think that's where we gotta stop it all right that sounds good (laughs) all right bro thanks man